Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. So the new Star Wars film starts in Los Angeles at the moment. The A-list crowd are heading down the red carpet for the new Star Wars, The Foreskin Awakens. Hey, Michael, how are you? Hey, good, Phil. How are you, mate? I'm all right. How's your week been? Pretty good. So cool to hear on the radio. I used to listen to you heaps when I was younger. Well, thank you very much. You're one out of ten people that agree. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Are you a fan of the new Star Wars? I'm excited about it, yeah. I'll be looking forward to seeing it. Are you a fan of Pearl Jam? Yeah, I've seen them live a couple of times. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, you're just suited for this competition. I've got Darth Vader and Eddie Vedder lyrics. Together, it's Darth Vedder. If you can identify one of these two songs, you'll win yourself that prize. Awesome. I felt the earth. Yeah, that is a bit of a tough Pearl Jam song. How did you go? No hope, mate. Worldwide suicide. Oh, right. But don't do that yet, because there's still a chance you could win. But we unleashed a lion, gnashed his teeth, and bit the recess lady's breast. Is it Jeremy? Jeremy spoke in class today, and do you know what he said? I've just had a mental blank. He said, strangely enough, but quite poetically, may the force be with you. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're a winner. No one goes away empty-handed from here. Oh, beautiful. Thanks, Bill. So I'm convinced that there are people at home who just want to sit and complain about anything. You know, that's what Facebook was invented for. And when they see an ad on TV, they complain to the Advertising Standards Bureau, who've just released their 10 most complained about ads for 2015. And as usual, there's just something someone's going to find offensive. What about this, I don't know, harmless ad with the women and the chic ultras where they're shaving the bonsai trees in front of their nether regions? I mean, I never even put two and two together and realised what was going on was a bit of shaping of the old... (laughs) But anyway, there's a place in the UK... And it's very similar to Bunnings Hardware, and they're called Robert Dias. They're a hardware store, and they've had loads of people complaining about this ad that they've just done. It's exactly the same as Bunnings, but the UK version. And I imagine somebody sat around, maybe in an advertising agency, and they said, we need to appeal to everybody, because everybody needs a drill. How are we going to do that? And here's what they came up with. Hi, my name's Marcus. I work at Robert Dias, and I'm gay. I like going out with my friends and playing volleyball. I also like showing our gay and straight customers a funky range of our Christmas gifts. Hi, my name is James. I'm straight and I work at Robert Dyer's. <laughs> I like sailing, baking and showing off all our Christmas kitchen gadgets to our gay and straight customers. I'm straight and I love shopping at Robert Dyer's. I'm gay and I love shopping at Robert Dyer's. I'm bisexual and I always find something I love at Robert Dyer's. Look at this Christmas tree. It's perfect for a gay person or a straight person. This drill would work a treat in a straight person's home or a gay person's. Robert Dyer's, where gays and straights can buy drills and much, much more. Isn't that incredible? And I love the sentiment behind it. And I love how it's appealing to anybody who needs a drill. Imagine <laughs> somebody sidling in there up at the counter. I need a drill. Don't mind if you've got one of them homosexual ones as well. 
Gazzo with a goss. New Blink-182 on the way. Well, there's a new record coming from them next year for sure. They've got a new guitarist, Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio. All the words are popping to the fact that they are going to be heading into the studio. They've got a new album coming out. Apparently it's the same sound but different. Oh, I could figure out how that would work, yes. Yeah. Do you know that Travis Barker's also with Anti-Mask? I know they played at the Soundwave last year. I don't know if he was with them. You ever heard Anti-Mask? I haven't. Can you play me some? Yeah. 4 a.m. and I hear that cry. Look through the curtain, but no sign of life. She's almost lying over all the secrets she hides. Silent breeze sweeping all under the rug. How many times have I heard that sound? The hair on the back of my neck stands tall. Everybody slowly starts closing the blinds. And I'm the only one who can recognize. I hope I never become hell. Stuck behind the morning. in that band too they're pretty good aren't they bit of a super group yeah Villainy from New Zealand a recent rubber band have been touring uh, New Zealand with ACDC the lead singer Neil's on the phone he's going to give us a bit of an ACDC concert report how's it going buddy mate I am uh, backstage at ACDC um, I've just walked out they're playing right now it's a pretty packed uh, Western Spring Stadium in Auckland brilliant well let's see how close we can get without you having your head blown off that was awesome, man. Um, I can only just hear you. Really loud, as you can probably see as I walk closer to the stadium, or as you can hear, rather. It's a pretty loud show going on here tonight. I think this is the last show of the tour, at least the last show for this year. So um, hopefully you can hear me. I'm just walking sort of right up close to the stage right now. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Thanks, Neil. That's really good, man. No worries, man. Not at all. Fantastic. It's all about Cold Chisel tonight. Gee, East was a fantastic album, wasn't it? East was the period where Don's songwriting really came to the fore uh, from that time on. And I think that that particular album was our first album where we had so many singles lifted off with heaps of airplay. And that kind of set the benchmark. And from that point on, I think Don really blossomed. Yeah, 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 with his songwriting. Don left the band for a while and finished his uni degree yep. and then came back in and we got together and we learnt Don's first set of original songs yep. and at that point we were like a fairly raucous you know, covers band. We, know we were doing lots of Deep Purple and Free and all this sort of stuff. Don turns up and he's got, alright, we've got to learn all these new songs so we had a bit of a break for a month, went into this rehearsal hall, learnt all these new Don Walker originals and we went and did our first gig and people just left in droves. It was like absolutely disgusting. And I remember we all looked at Don and we blamed him. It was no. him. And, and we never played him again. Yeah, we went back to Deep Purple and Free. And... and then he went away and reinvented his songwriting. And I'm sure like after every record, he's done the same thing where he's thought, oh, why did I write that? Yeah. Because he's grown as a writer every time. He's, every time you do something, you learn from it. Isn't it funny how everything that's old is new again and what goes around comes around and whether yeah. you believe in like you know the universe and karma or what have yeah, you. Yeah. For the band to be going back to what was the entertainment centre, yeah. as they start to pull it down, yeah. You couldn't have predicted that. Otherwise, no. you would have put money on it and probably made a million at yeah, TAB, yeah. you know? From when we split up in 83, 84... I wasn't going to talk to Phil again. Yeah. It was, that right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't know we'd be uh, alive around, you know, yeah, another yeah. 30 years or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. This could be the TV week countdown thing. They're pulling the thing down anyway. Who wants a brick? I'm Who wants a chair? I figure, look, Elton might mind playing outdoors. Yeah. We could, we could de- knock the bloody thing down exactly. while we're doing the last gig, you know? Did you find me any wine? No, I looked around the whole building. This is a wineless building. I went upstairs to the other radio station. They looked at me like, what's he doing here? Don't come up here with your shit ratings. I'm like, oh, well, I was just kind of getting some wine to drink and forget. 
Forget about it. We've already drunk it and forgotten it. <laughs> so there's no wine for you, man. All right, well, it's fine. I don't deserve wine. Yeah. You, you, when wine comes your way, you'll know. All right? All right, when okay. It's, when it's time to drink from the fountain of wine, mother success will come knocking on your door. Will it go up by 1.8? Hey, you know what? I was listening to Bon Jovi, and I don't mind Bon Jovi. You know, I mean, everybody has the right to make music. But living on a prayer, I listen closely to the lyrics, and it's just nonsense. Tommy, you too work on the ducks. You knew Ben on strike. He's down on his locust toe. Soaked up. Gina works a domino day. Working for her men, she brings home her pet for love. Hmm, for love. Jess says, Ricotta, hold on to what we caught. A dozen makes a difference if we're naked or not. We've got each other, and that's a lock follow. We'll give it a shock. Gazza with the goss and some stuff on Stone Sour. I had a good chat to Corey Taylor at the Soundwave gig earlier on this year. How much do you love chatting to Corey Taylor? I mean, he has got his shit together so much, that guy. They've done a whole bunch of stuff. Bad mm. Brains and Iron Maiden. Rolling Stones. Yeah, Motley Crue, Slayer. I've got the um, Gimme Shelter, the Rolling Stones cover from Stone Sour. Would you like to hear that? Yes. about if you were the last woman on earth and he was the last man and the future of civilization depended on it <laughs> would you do it with Corey Taylor after a written invitation perhaps there'd be no mail it'd be the last people who's going to deliver the Listen, letter he'd have to write it then I'd consider it it would be considered I think you've just been a bit picky hey Rev yeah you know why I'm answering the phone yeah because Sammy X has gone off to find some wine. <laughs> what sort of wine? Any she can find. She's been through <laughs> the fridges on this floor. She's been on the fridges downstairs. She's been on the yeah. fridges upstairs. She's now gone to the boss's private fridge. Private stash. Got any wine at your place? Because she might come over to yours next. No, no, we've only got beer and no bourbon. That'll do me, yeah. man. <laughs> Hang on, this just in. You found some. Yeah, when you said the Marshall um, amp fridge. Who's got one of those? The boss. The program director's got one. And if you're going to find alcohol anywhere in this building, who should you go to? Well, I'll tell you what, though. I think it might have been in there for quite a long time because yeah. it's, uh, it's quite um, vinegary. a long time in our program director's fridge, you mean since lunchtime. <laughs> Look at you. You're swigging it like, I don't know. A tuberculosis old man in a youth hostel. Look at you. <laughs> I don't care, man. It's no, brilliant. No, you're drinking it straight out of the bottle. Do you want a paper bag with her? I don't care. Chris is a dating coach, and he can help you find love. 
How's it work? If you're a single man, I'd basically get you to commit to a path of like growth. I'd get you, you know, dressing the best you could. I'd, I'd change the beliefs so that you're a better person. Like when you're talking with a girl, she's not responding to what you're saying. She's kind of responding more to who you are. Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that. They're looking for the pickup line. They're looking for the, the magic bullet that'll just make the girl's pants fall off. You know, they're forgetting that she's responding to him as a person and how attracted she is to him and the, and the subtle little things that his body is doing, that his voice is doing, that he's eyes are doing, all these little things that are kind of conveying who he is. Unfortunately, no magic bullet, which really sucks. Yeah, well, it would for me, because basically my entire act is, I'm Phil, and I work on the radio. And if they don't respond to that, then that's it. I love that. So how long does it take to teach a man to get the confidence? Well, it depends where he's at, you know. I have some guys who come flying out of the gates, and, you know, they're getting dates in a session. I have other guys that take, you know, a couple of months. So. I think the biggest thing is how much crap they've got in their head around themselves and around women and around the world around them. And I kind of think the healthier someone's beliefs are, the quicker they'll get going. But, you know, some guys, you know, today's day and age, we have a lot of crap out there, man, jammed in their heads. I know you mentioned that in France or Italy, because they have a, an open, seductive culture and they're very confident, it's, you really can't teach that particular European type of man about confidence. But the Australian man... For sure. We do have a very kind of masculine culture, I think even if that's a little bit of an illusion. Yeah. And we have a little bit of tall poppy going on as well. And I see it with my clients. As soon as they want to try and improve in this area and get better, their friends are like, dude, don't do that. Like, that's weird. I know you're at pains to point out that this isn't the game. I read, like, half of that book. I put it down. Sure. Like, Hang on a second. This is one of the most insulting things I've ever read. I focus so much on getting guys to grow. Can you teach guys how to deal with rejection? Yeah, go through it a lot. Hey, I should um, be a black belt by now. Then. <laughs> You condition yourself to think more highly of yourself when you go through a lot of rejection, ironically. That that doesn't kill you makes you stronger or makes you a bigger pervert. <laughs> How do people get in touch with you? Manic Workshops, M-A-N-I-C workshops.com. Uh, or you could use this other thing that Mrs. Ugly bought me as a joke for a Christmas once, um, and it's a pickup device on a key ring. And it gives you some pickup lines. Just point it at a lady you like and press the button. I'll see how it works after this. A couple of things before, well, we've still got another song to go. Just say before we get out of here. If you would like to see the video that I took of Sammy X having discovered wine in the program director's fridge and doing the celebratory drunken secretary wine dance with a couple of reindeer dolls, then I filmed it on my phone. Are you going to put it on the phone? Facebook page. Okay, first of all, I've had like two sips, so I'm not <laughs> drunk. And secondly, they're snowmen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Reindeer dolls. Oh, I don't know what the hell they are. But anyway, are you going to put it on the uh, Facebook page? I'll put it on, yes. Now? Yeah, I'll put it on now. And to you, dancing to Nathaniel Ratelips, get me a drink, you son of a bitch. It was a beautiful moment. It was. Oh, I'm so glad I captured it. Seriously. It was the uh, John Lennon's Imagine for 2015, in my opinion. All right. Post that on the Rubber Room Facebook page so people can get an idea of the drunken, belligerent people that I work with around the building. Well, when I say people, I mean you, basically. Now, <coughs> excuse me. I need a bit of whiskey myself. Having just spoken to Chris, the pickup artist who gave me some advice and perhaps for a fee will help me pick up women, I um, got one of those keyring pickup devices as a Christmas present once from Mrs. Ugly. How cheap is that? Probably cost about $7.95. But I thought I'd put it to use around the office to see if it could pick up some of the ladies here at Triple M. Good afternoon. Did the gates of heaven open up? Because I think I see an angel. Hello? Excuse me, but what pickup line works best for you? Not that one. 
So what do you do when you're not turning me to jelly? <laughs> Can I buy you a drink? Or do you just want the money? I want the money. Here's 10 cents. Go call your mother and tell her you won't be coming home tonight. <laughs> Good afternoon. I may not be Fred Flintstone, but I bet I can make your bedrock. Hello? Something's wrong with my eyes. I just can't take them off you. Oh, really? I've lost a loving feeling. Please help me find it. <laughs> Are you lost? Heaven is a long way from here. You may find this a bit disturbing. He helped me. Go! Oh. The Rubber Room.